Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Paradisos, where if you change your thoughts, you can change the world. That is right. That is right. We are back with another installment with myself, Dennis, and of course, my wonderful brother, Ray. Yo. Yo is right. I apologize. I don't know why I just took a drink of water in the middle of that introduction. That was very rude. But yes. You sound sound so excited. You sound like (laughs) you sound like you're smiling from ear to ear. You know, it's 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 what I do. It's it's my job to to make this Paradisos and every other Paradisos episode introduction in a very welcoming, happy, enjoying live, you know. But yes, today is Friday, and you know what that means? This it is Freestyle Fridays, where Ray come on the mic and talk freely, unedited, unscripted, and off the dome. Hope you guys are ready because we are not. We don't know what we're going to be talking about, but it is what it is. Hope you guys enjoy. So let's start it off. Ray, how are you, my brother? Yo, you know, we just won uh, the championship of softball yesterday. So I'm I'm a champion today. You know, I feel like I'm a champion every day, but like now we got the titles. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Chiefs till the end, baby. It's good. Other than that, you know, it's uh, every day's a great day. You train, grow to get better, and um, man, I'm just uh, I'm I'm probably as happy as I've been in a long time. I'm living in the moment. Are you? Li- are you? Would you say you're living in a in a state of awe uh, right now, or are you past? I feel awe? like I'm, I feel like I feel like I'm. I feel like everything that I've read or everything that I've learned and, you know, be the person you, you see yourself to be and, and, you know, do the things that you want to happen back to you or how you want the, the, the world to respond to you. Like, I feel like it's all been worth it. It's all everything that I, I can dream of and, and everything that I've thought and it, it's, it's coming true. And it's only a testament of, you know, when you change uh, anything, you know, especially your thoughts, uh, you can get or receive, or like we always say, you change your thoughts and, and you can change your world. It's incredible. So you're 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 a living testament of what you put out there, you get back. You know, a uh, hundred times. Or is it over. more that? Or is it more more than just that? Is it deeper than that? I mean, of course, it's deeper, but how deep does, oh, it, does course, it go? Oh, of course, of course, it's deeper than that. I mean, it's subconsciously deep, you know, after the subconscious, it's universally deep. But uh, I I think if you work at who you want to be and who you want to become and, and, and who you see yourself as, like I said, you're going to start paying attention and, and the world's going to respond to you the way you want it to. And it's just. It's all happening in the now, and it's it's just a wonderful feeling, and I'm grateful for everything every day, and it's a it's a hell of a roller coaster. I'm telling you. Why roller coaster though? You you mentioned roller coaster. Why 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 ro- What is it? What is it about this thing called life that that's such a roller coaster? So, 
depending on the type of roller coaster, the roller coaster could be a long roller coaster. It could be one that goes upside down. It could go all the way up, come all the way back down. And, you know, in life, you know, life happens to you. And, you know, you might have your day to where it feels like things aren't going your way, but, but you can overcome it. I would say that, that, that would be like, that would be maybe a down or like a turn or like a flip, you know, something that's unexpected. Right. But at the, at the end, you know, or whatever it may be, you, you're still going back up to the top. So it could be anything up, down, like I said, back and forth. It all depends on how you interpret it. But, but again, you, you're along for the ride. This is, this is a, a, a ride to the future and, you know, sit back, relax and enjoy the hell out of it. So, Man, I, I, I tried to look up uh, a Jim Rohn quote about about the process. And let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Nah, it's not it. It says, learning is the beginning of wealth. Searching and learning is where the miracle process all begins. It's not That's not really it. But I, I, I was listening to Jim Rohn earlier this week. And he was, oh, no, was it? No, 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 it was. I'm sorry. It wasn't Jim Rohn. It was Inky Johnson. Inky Johnson was saying how we need to fall in love with the process instead of falling in love with the product. Mm-hmm. So in, in, instead of falling in love what with what it can become and what the outcome goal is, you have to fall in love with what it's going to take to get there. It's not about the product. It's about the process. And life, there's always, in life, yeah. in life, there's always going to be uh, barriers and there's always going to be hurdles in our way that would just test our will, our faith, our strength. The key to dealing with those barriers is basically to just to practice good habits like we've mentioned in the past and not the bad ones. You know, quitting is a bad habit. You know, uh, excuses is a bad habit. Put, putting blame on others is a bad habit. Thinking that you're entitled to to anything and everything is a bad habit. People quit because they don't they don't take pride in what they do, you know. So I feel like that that whole being on a roller coaster and and knowing that that life is a roller coaster, you can begin to train your mindset to understand that everything we go through in life is meant to make us stronger and not weaker. You know, we're, we're truly all of us begin to see the work of the creator within our lives and to understand that once, you know, that roller coaster isn't steadily going up, isn't steadily going to always just go on a light on a nice little incline straight up to the top. It's going to it's going to go straight up and then it's going to go right down. Like you say, it's going to go upside down. It's going to go side to side. So I, I feel like that 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 was um a good a good word to to describe life you we mentioned uh we had a conversation earlier this week that i wanted to talk about here on the podcast because i feel like a lot of people sort of have still have you know as opposed to i don't no longer have or i'm trying to work toward not having anymore that mentality of um how when things don't happen in the past and then they happen in the present and then we look back in the past and like and we're like man i wish i wish we, i would have known that back then and we had this conversation earlier this week and you didn't really like the fact that i was saying those statements i forget i think we were saying that i we wish 
oh, I wish I would have known about Bob Proctor or about thinking go rich, you know, while I was in high school. So, so why is it again that you don't like hearing those type of things? Why do you think that th those type of comments aren't necessary or negative in a way? So, you know, something else happened today with the conversation we had today that completely adds to what you said that day. So I think your first response on however you respond to a situation, if you pay attention to that first response and that first thought, it could be, you know, a testimony to yourself on, you know, maybe that's how I think, or maybe I could think differently. Um, when we spoke about the whole situation of, I, I wish I had known this earlier, uh, when I've heard Wayne Dyer and listened to him speak and read his work, it's, it's, he says, it's not about the past. He says, you had to go through everything in life to see what you see now. You, you aren't the person today that received whatever message or whatever has come to you has received it that way. That person 10 years ago might have not have taken it the way you've taken it. It might not have felt it the way you felt it because you had to go through everything else in your life. and To, to get to that one point. To get to that one point. And, and when you start to take responsibility for what happens and, and, you know, don't say things. It's kind of not like being grateful for that you hearing it now. It's kind of wishing it before. I don't, I don't think those are good things to feel in the body, to feel in the mind. It, it really changes, I think, your chemistry. And it could change the way you think about things and the way you try to flow and, and how everything's going. I, I would rather like on how, how you said it today. Okay. So going from where we just talked about to what we talked about today, I'm going to change it up. Now we spoke about how, if you can see a moment and then the moment happens, how can you not crack under pressure? Cause there's pressure. Pressure is always there. Right. Right. So before but, you get into that, explain, explain the backstory. So explain what you've been doing for the past no, two I'm weeks. Gonna. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Of course I was gonna, I was just trying to blend it in. Right. So, right. Right. That we're not losing the point. So these last two weeks, what I've been doing, we, we haven't got the chance to play softball. And it's been the shitty, the weather's been really shitty. But not only these last two weeks, mostly for the whole year, um, I've sat and I've visualized uh, well, the, the book we used to have on the website prior to the new list of books we have now was A Champion's Mindset. And when I first heard that book, um, there was a story of a skier and uh, he, he like tore his ACL and he was out for like six months and he had no idea what he was going to do because he's not getting his repetitions in on, uh, on the snow. So what he did every single day was visualize at home. He would sit or lay or whatever, how he would do it, but he would visualize him being in the snow. And he would, he would see and feel these feelings. He would feel like if he was there. And then the outcome of the story is he did just as good as he's ever done with just mental, you know, the picture, the visualize, the feelings of, of the, the mind and the brain. The brain doesn't know if it's really happening or not. We have imagination that's, our imagination is our, I think our greatest gift. And our brain and our subconscious, they don't know what's really happening. It's, it's when you go through the situation, it's the feeling that gets impressed on, on, on your mind, the subconscious and the brain at that time. So 
if you were really not doing it, but having that feeling of that's how, that's how they say you manifest, you, you, you see it, you feel it and you enjoy it. And then it will come to pass. You don't know how it will come to pass. People call that God people like Wayne Dyer says, people call that Tao. It could be anything, but it's going to happen. And what, what happened yesterday was, uh, like I said, the whole two weeks I visualized me stepping up to the baddest box, bases loaded, and what I would do in that moment. I would, I would lay down, take some breathing, deep breathing, and I would, I would see the moment in my mind, and I would act like if I was there. It was, there's nothing we can't do. Our, like I said, the imagination can put us anywhere we want to be. It's just if we train our body to start to feel that. So, so wait, wait, before you year, continue, <clears throat> I don't want to um, make you forget anything. We'll get you off topic. But when, when you, when you would, so I want to kind of like walk through each process of this sort of vision real quick before we continue. Yeah. So you would, mm-hmm. you would see yourself in the bottom's box. That's the first, first thing you see. No, first thing. First thing I would see is I would see bases loaded. Bases loaded. You step would, into the bottom's box. It would be a moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then you you step into the bottom's box. You know the pitch comes and you you hit the ball up the middle like you like you always do. But this is different because now it's an important moment because we're in a championship, right? And then yeah, plus it's bases loaded. But his base is loaded. What is? And I'm not talking about when it when it actually happened. I'm talking about what did it feel like in the vision while you was envisioning you know this this specific moment over and over for the past, you know, two weeks, two months, whatever year, what was that feeling like achieving it over and over and over again? Did that, did that feeling ever sort of like die down or was it, was it the same the first time as it did the very last time you envisioned that before it actually happening? So, I mean, when, so when it all comes together and plays out the way I see it, it is, Man, it's like the most gratifying moment. It shows that all my hard work and all my, you know, my things that is going on in my mind is working for me. You know, I I, I can do anything. Uh, how powerful I am. Um, not letting the moment overcome me with like fear, doubt, and, and anything else coming to my mind. And you know, like I said, if, if you practice, you know, anything is really, really possible. I'm feeling all of that in that one second. So that's what you're feeling. And now, the next part of the question was, did it feel the same exact way when you first started envisioning, envisioning that as opposed to or compared to when you, you know, the last time you envisioned that right before it happened? Was it the same feeling or did it sort of die down? Like, okay, like not, now I know it's going to happen. Now I'm a little calmed down. Or were you just excited and adrenaline pumping through the roof every single time you envisioned that? So it's funny. Um, I, like I told you, like we talked when, when I, I didn't know bases were loaded. So when I stepped in the box and I saw bases loaded, I told you, I stepped back out the baddest box. I looked at Emmanuel and I laughed. And, and then, then I, the and it was funny I, because I didn't, like I saw, I remember you laughing because I was standing nearby and I was like, yo, why is this dude laughing? That's so weird. So, so when I laughed, I swear to you, I swear to you, the, the first thought that I had was, here it is. 
this is exactly what I thought of. It's happening. And I laughed. I did. I don't know why I laughed. It was like, it was kind of like joy. I didn't, I didn't, I'm not nervous because I've, I've practiced so much. I've felt it. Was there any confidence in that laughter or was it just pure joy? Oh, it was, it was, it's, it's pure confidence. It's pure. (laughs) It's like, it's like, it feels like a, like a champion. Like I felt like, like I was a leader and, and it felt everything in one. It was like, I I already, I already knew what was going to happen, but it felt so good to be in the moment. I was so flushed in the moment. My mind wasn't anywhere. It was exactly how I felt it to be. And, you know, it's a wonderful feeling. I, I did exactly what I wanted. Ball went up the middle, two runs scored. I got to first and I hit my little pose, my Hulk Hogan pose. And that's exactly how I thought it prior to it happening. So, I mean, I, I, I really have to attest this and what happens and why I practice so much because I have failed so much. I have been in championships and in moments and things that have happened and I've lost and I've lost and I've lost and I know what it feels like to lose. So finally, when I get the chance to, to be prepared and be ready and know what's going on and train my mind for it. And you know, it's, it's, it's the most gratifying feeling. Like you, you, like I said, you could, you could do anything. It's so Bro, I mean, you probably envisioned it too, getting up to the plate, hitting a Grand Slam, World Series, you know, stuff like that, like that you thought that. Like, what if it happened? You know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy. It's the craziest feeling. Did you ever... When I, go ahead, I'll, I'll go ahead. No, no, like I said, when, when I saw it happen, I I couldn't. It just, it took me. It made me laugh. Like, oh my goodness. It's here. It's crazy. How did it happen? I have no idea. Frankie had to get out first. Ricky got on. Bittner hit a double. And Driz had to walk. How does it happen? I have no idea. But it happened. Now, my question to you is, all those times you envisioned the, that that specific moment, in the back of your mind, did you truly believe it was going to happen? Or you just thought of the most the most pressured, the most intense moment, and then ran with it. So I felt no pressure. It was, no, no, was no, no, ease. no. That's not the question. The question is, when you envisioned that moment, bases loaded, yeah. you're up, hitting it up the middle, right? When you envisioned it all those times for the past two weeks, did you think that it was going to happen in real life during the championship? Or were you just envisioning it to sort of practice and sort of like put yourself in that mental state of, okay, I'm going to envision the most possible, the, the, the hardest, most pressured moment. Okay. I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So it's, so this, like I said, this isn't happened just once. This has happened a bunch of times to me already. And it's weird how I've, I've thought about it and it's happened, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like it, it's going to happen to me and I'm going to be when. prepared for it. I don't know when, but I know it's going to happen because it's me, because I'm the guy, because I'm, I'm trying to be the leader. I want to be the example. That's me. I take it all on me. And I like, like you, you think 
you think something and then it, it happens. And I'm, I'm just very well prepared for the moment. And I just live in a moment. That's it. I say it on the field, live in a moment, enjoy it. It's, it's the greatest, it's the greatest feeling in the world when you could create something in your mind and then it happens and then you feel it. It's like, it's, it's total bliss, total bliss. So how hard was it for you to adapt that mentality of living in the moment living in the moment with with everything else that's going on is it like is your mind at a blank when you're living in the moment because you ca- you have to be focused you have to concentrate you have to have a goal when you go up there you you you, you want to have to hit it up the middle so you have to know how to position your feet and how to how to do all of these things so how 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 are you able to learn and become you know get to a state of mind where living in the moment is possible to do with everything else that needs to be done to be able to succeed whether it be in softball and life and business and anything so how 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 do how do you get to that point of living in the moment and then being successful succeeding in a task in a project in a in a in a situation like you were in uh, is it I trial and error? It, is it is it experiences? Is it is it just uh, uh, mentally callousing your mind? What is it? I think it's it's the constant feed of information to the mind, and what what you're thinking about is is what like you know what what we talked about a long time ago in the beginning. Uh, your, your lenses. Uh, I like to feed my mind stuff that I want to happen. I want to see. Uh, things to occur and uh it's it's more it's mostly faith it's faith uh i heard um that one man i forgot the pastor's name we saw him on instagram oh uh, david not david ike uh pastor ike reverend reverend ike oh reverend reverend ike i have one of his books he's a pastor he talks about the simple fact that uh Faith is probably one of the most powerful things that can you can have in your mind and in your body. So when I'm constantly feeding, I'm constantly in in this state of you know it's going to happen. Like people are religious, people have faith Jesus Christ is gonna or God is gonna send them in the way, and then these things are gonna happen. And I think what you believe and how you believe and how you live your life, then those things come to pass. And I think that's exactly, that's exactly my, I don't, I've never even thought of that, but me having faith that it's going to happen and, you know, not having this like congested mind, just constantly learning, constantly being humble that I don't really know anything because there's so much to learn. And, uh, again, being grateful. How these, do you, these are, these, these are little things, you know, these is little things that we've taught when we were little. This is, Living in faith, living like a child, living like a mindset, like a child. You know, you don't know nothing, but you're learning every day. You think things are going to happen and then they happen. This is what, this is what the big timers talk about. This is what the billionaires talk about, how to do this. I'm trying as hard as I could to do this because I want, this is the life that I want. I'm trying to create. You always say, you always tell me, Ray, you know, you got to be the testament of of, of what you believe. You got to be the example. So this is my belief. This is this is what I see in my future, and I'm doing every single thing possible to to feed that to 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 become what I feel like I'm going to become. And this is everything we've learned from the beginning. 
man. Um, <laughs> I want to I want to say something. I want to say something to you. Go ahead. So going going back to what we were talking about prior to, uh, you know, uh, I wish I would have known this earlier. Right. Right. So that was that was the first that was the first thought and first thing that came out of your mouth when you said that. Right. And, and yesterday, not yesterday, excuse me, today, when we were talking um, earlier this morning, I told you about how I felt. I told you what happened and I told you the moment. And and the first thing you said back to me is, Ray, how don't you crack under the pressure? Right. And I think when, when you say stuff like that or, or when you think stuff like that, even though you might not know you're saying it or thinking it, subconsciously maybe that is a weak point for you like instead of you saying like like i told you with the whole diet thing with the with the vegetables and stuff uh, my my response was yo you should just be hype and grateful this is it this is the turning point right, no right. looking back right? so wait before you continue so, i want to i want to sort of like explain because there's a lot of a lot of things in the air so ray's referring to we had a conversation last week he put me on to this new documentary it's called game changers on netflix it talks about you know eating more vegetables and like trying to stay away from meat and stuff like that and i i, I really liked it and i really liked everything that they said and all the information they gave and stuff like that and i had told ray man i wish i would have known about this this stuff you know in the past and then that's how this whole started he was like no you shouldn't think like that and stuff like that so that's what he's referring to continue yeah so then and then how does it relate to this morning was this morning you you said uh ray how don't you crack under the pressure so maybe you not knowing subconsciously that's how you feel on the inside that's what you think that's how you might respond to the situation if the situation occurred because instead of you saying, damn, Ray, I wish I knew how to do that. I would love to do that. I was so capitalized on that opportunity. You know, not not saying like uh, things to seize the moment. You said something or you might say something that's kind of like, I don't want to say a negative, but it doesn't seem like you would like, like I said, that when, when you said that today, like, how don't you crack under pressure? Like, I'm not thinking about pressure. I'm not. If I don't think about it, it's not going to be there. You know, people, you know, afraid of the dark. They, 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 they're scared of something that they can't see, but it's really, it's not there. So if I can teach myself and train myself that, you know, I'm not going to feel the pressure and, and, and go with an idea and a plan. And, and when I visualize, I'll be able to overcome that. But I think. So in order to overcome people, not cracking under pressure is to understand that there's no pressure to begin with. Exactly. And I think you need to change. You need to see what you're saying and how you're saying it and pay attention to it. And when you see that that's what you do in that moment, you can be like, oh, shit. When I got this thought, instead of me responding into a confident way, the first thing I thought of, oh, shit, I might crack under pressure. That's deep in the subconscious. That's deep in the mind where the feeling is. We don't want to get that feeling. You don't need that. Like I said, the first thing that you should have said was, damn, I would love that moment. Or I would, like I said, seize the moment or feel like a monster or I would love it. No, that that's how pressure might come to you when you think of it like that, when you say it. So being aware of your speech and your thoughts, when you get these moments of like, oh shit, Ray, I can't believe you did that. You gotta, you gotta really pay attention to what's coming out. You gotta read your book. 
what's coming out of your mouth, that book that you're writing, when you get the chance to relook at it, you're going to see a lot of stuff that you might be missing. And I, and I, and I sort of caught myself when I said that because I, I, I kind of didn't want to ant- um, want you to answer that question because then afterwards I said, you know, my statement after this question would be like, damn, you have to be so good and you have to be so well prepared to be able to succeed in such a moment. So it's like right that kind of that kind of right counterbalanced yeah. it. But I mean, it still yeah. doesn't call for, you know, the first question, but still. Right right there you kind of you kind of didn't really believe that that's who you are. You didn't believe that yo I'm that good. I'm the best at that. I'm going to overcome that. And when it happens, I'm going to show everybody it I am the best. And I got this because I'm in control. This, this is the two different point of views right there. Yeah, but it really wasn't wasn't about me. I wasn't really thinking about me. I was just thinking about how well you succeeded when you was in the moment. That's why. I mean, I know what you're saying. You're I, absolutely right. You, but it's kind of, doesn't it kind of like, um, isn't it kind of like selfish for you to like, for that to be your for, first thought when someone's explaining to you how well they did at something? Or isn't that sort of like cocky? Like when someone says, yo, I did so well in this moment. And then your fault to start, it was like, yo, I would have done so well too. Isn't that kind of selfish? No, I kind of, the way you're kind of putting it kind of like sounds like you're trying to one up somebody. But I'm not, I'm not trying to talk about how somebody might one up someone. I'm just trying to to try to get you to listen wow to this interior dialogue and these interior thoughts that you have wow and when you when you thought about this moment you know your first interior dialogue wasn't man you know i'm the best i want that moment you know what i'm saying you're not going against me you you're saying you you believe you deserve that as well and you know you're going to capitalize because you believe in yourself and and that, like I said, that interior dialogue is, is, is whew, you need to pay attention to that. So how, how do you stay so, and I know this is years of practice, but it's like, how do you stay so humble being such a great leader and being able to capitalize on moments like that? Because, because humility, I, I, because I, humility I, is, a, is a very big thing when being a leader and being successful and being a million, you know, billionaire, you know, billionaires are very humble and they're, they're, they, they have gratitude. How, how, how do you stay humble being such a great leader and being capitalizing on those moments? I think it's, it, it's a testimony to what has happened to me in my life, my life journey, my ups, my downs, my mistakes, you know, my faults stuff I've had on my heart, you know, everything that has happened. Because because even, because even, and it's hard to interrupt because even, even your celebration was like humbling. Cause I know the old Ray would have been like, yeah, let's go. I'm the effing best. How's how you doing? But no, instead you just did the, the Hulk Hogan pose. Like I felt like even that was old, like mad humbling. Like that was such a humbling, confident leader pose celebration. So, so, it's not, again, I was talking to another friend of mine on the Spartans. It's about mental chemistry. It's about uh, how I make my people feel. It's about how I make the other team feel. 
It's about what happens in the moment. And again, from failing and failing and failing and not doing the right thing and not seeing like our team chemistry or trying to have the dialogue that's correct. I have took a seat back from all of my failures and I've realized what hasn't worked. And now I'm in a place or I try to live in, in all of these ways to not to disrespect people, but to, again, to, to lift, show my guys that, I, yeah, to lift them up, to hold their heads up, to, to believe that they're the best. And, you know, a lot of people, not just in a softball aspect, but in life, a lot of people need someone to shine their light. You know, people need to see that. People need to feel that. And I'm just trying to be the best me and, and to do things so that people can see it and feel it. And, and when they see it through me, they, they know that anything is possible and, and you can do anything. So I kind of want to sort of like, you know, rear off a bit <clears throat> and, you know, sort of to like close it out a bit. How important to you is the people that you surround yourself how important is that? How can I how can I word this question? Yeah. How so how, how, how important you, are the people around you to your success? It's the biggest factor. It's the hugest factor. It's it's. I wouldn't say it keeps you striving. It keeps you pushing. It just it, there's no distraction. I don't have no outside distraction. I, I surround myself with people that, you know, make me feel the way I want to feel. Uh, Wayne Dyer says things like, you know, it, it determines who you are and how you feel. No, nobody controls anything that, that has nothing to do with anyone. It's within you. And putting certain people around me and giving them or showing them a belief that, you know, we are, you know, uh, unbelievable people that can do unbelievable things when, when you're in this, uh, perfect harmony, like, you know, Napoleon Hill says, uh, it's, it's, it's fucking magic. <laughs> it's magic. It pushes you every day. Uh, it, it makes you want to do things you haven't done before. Um, lately, like since I've surrounded myself with such good people, when, when I sit and I tell you, I visualize stuff like softball wise, Bro, I have thoughts and things in my mind that I'm not trying to look for. And I see them and I feel them. And I take that as something that's my gift. Uh, this is the shit that's happening when I'm putting myself around good people. I'm, I, I feel it. Uh, uh, thoughts are coming that I've never had. Uh, visions are coming that I've never had. And it's all about you not flooding yourself with the negative bullshit and the stuff that can distract you. And when you're in that state of mind, uh, you can become anything. You'll see things you've never seen before. And it all depends on how you capitalize in that situation. That's it. You change, like we talk about, you change, change from who you are. You surround yourself with love, people who love you, people who want to be around you, people who encourage you to be better, everything, all of those factors. You, you, you act like love. And then after that, when you have those two things first, you know, somehow, some way, when you have faith, your purpose decides to show up and it's mm. going to sit there mm. and, and it's going to, it's going to show wow. you who you, who you are. Wow. And 
it's it's all about listen they they say wow wait hold on hold on hold on you just said when you have faith your purpose decides to show up wow i'm still in that's still i still have the chills wow listen you you there's an expression or a line you can't hit a home run unless you step up to the batter's box and and when people are ready for what can happen and for the life they know that they can live, you know, that's again, that's when the magic happens. That's like when Tony Robbins says you, you're, you're not living, just going through life. You're not a boat in the water and just drifting off. You know, when you're focused and you got it right and you surround yourself and do everything, bro, this is everything these people that have money say. This is exactly what it is. I'm just listening. I want to do it. I want to feel it. It, This is, it's happening. This is it. When when it's there, you're now the captain. You're on uh, on top and and you're in control on the deck and, and you're steering where you want to go. And that's it. That's when, that's when magic happens. That's the gift that we have. When people think as religion, that's the Christ in us. That's what we we're gifted with. You just got to subtract, subtract the stuff you don't need. Get the people out of your life that are toxic. And you know, how do you think the rock lives? The rock can do anything. He's everywhere. Does everything. What do you think he surrounds himself with? When you start to think like that and pay attention to shit like that, you know, you, you really start to wake up and smell the damn coffee. And I mean, I, I, I think we could, we could end it right there. I think the, the moral of this episode, among many, many other things that Ray and, Ray and I have spoken about, you know, I think you guys can go home with no, with knowing that we all have our own driving forces that, you know, for what we do, right? For what we're interested in, for what we're passionate about. You know, these driving forces is what propels us to keep going. It's what pushes us. It's what keeps us focused to keep fighting no matter what obstacles obstacles appear in your way, no matter how low your roller coaster goes, no matter how many turns and how many spins your roller coaster does, at a certain point in life, it it, it can't it can't just be about us. It can't just be about you. Whether it's a parent, a family member, a teacher, a friend, etc. Or the people you surround yourself with, like Ray said, repaying those, repaying the people who have invested in you should be included in your journey. Should be included in everything that you do, in everything that you're successful in. So, among any every other thing that Ray has mentioned about envisioning what what you want to be successful in, in 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 knowing that you can succeed under. You can succeed or you can accomplish any any moment, any project, anything. But also knowing that repaying the people who have put the time and the love and the energy in you should also be included in that amazing journey you, you've decided to, to, to take. So, guys... Man, it's it's always so sad to to let you guys go. I wish Ray and I can just talk for hours and hours. Hopefully one day we can. But listen, it, I'm gonna say one thing. God. If you wanna be successful, study success. If you wanna be love, study love. If you wanna be happy, study happiness. These tools are at the tip of your hands. 
you have a phone. You can learn and be anything that you set your mind to. Set, live the life that you dream of. That's it. Guys, thank you. Thank you so much for always tuning in and listening to Ray and I talk. We're, we're, we're truly grateful. And thank you for sticking with us. You know, t for a whole year, it, it was our one-year anniversary a week ago, and we, we're still planning on doing something very big for that for you guys and for just us in general. We're truly appreciative and just humbled and grateful that you guys just take the time to listen. Please don't forget to uh, visit us on our website, www.paradisos.world, our Instagram, Paradisos Podcast, and our Twitter for daily quotes uh paradisos 101 and don't forget to claim your free paradisos pin we still got a couple left go get it it's on our website all you have to do is contact us send us the shipping information and it's yours and it's that simple no shipping no price it's a free paradisos pin you rock it with confidence with pride and with humility of course guys thank you again we are truly truly honored and until next time my beautiful people god bless you all peace